Thank you for joining us on the Beard and the Edge podcast. Today we have a very special guest. Today we have Mr. Jeremy Crow, my strength and conditioning coach, helping me get my mobility better, get my swing speed up. Mr. Crow. Hey, man. How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? Not too bad. All right. How was your Christmas? Man, it was good. It was um, kind of low key, like I guess, like everybody else. Just not a whole lot going on. So we, I've got a small family anyway. Uh, on my side, it's just my my mom, but on my, my wife's side, it's it's her parents, and she's got a a couple of aunts and an uncle and some cousins. But we we all kind of did our own thing, kind kind of sort of. So it was, we were pretty low key. Yeah. What about yours? Do you have a good one? Uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad, man. My in-laws came over. They were just hell bent on gathering. So yeah. I, I stayed up in my room for the most part and kept my mask on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think people are COVID fatigued. They're to the point where they're, yeah. just, they're just tired of not being able to see friends or tired of not being able to go out and do things or just cooped up. And it just, it, it's human nature. We, we want to be around each other. I mean, I, I'm, we're, we're, we're supposed to be social anyway, so it's just it's not it goes against our nature to not be social. So. Yeah, it goes against my nature to be sick. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. That too. That too. All right, Beck. Uh, go ahead and introduce yeah. yourself. You know, and um, you know, what are you doing? The name of your company and like your website, your social media tags, and stuff for me. Yeah, so my name is Jeremy Crow. Um, I uh, I'm a strength strength trainer. I I work independently. Like I'm I'm in private business. Uh, name of the, my business is JC Strength and Conditioning. Uh, my website is jcscfitness.com. Um, I work with a wide range of people. Um, I went back to school when I was about 30, got my college degree, ended up getting my master's. And um, I took an, I did an internship in cardiac rehab with the intent on learning about disease population so I could understand more about that so I could help more people. Um, my motive in training has always been help as many people around me as I can. And if I don't know certain things that I feel like I'm limited. So I always feel like I'm forever on that, that path of learning. So um, I got involved with TPI early on in my training career. And that really enhanced a lot of my education that I had. Um, I always tell people my education started after college. Um, when I got to see real world people, you know, and experience those. Um, but I started working with golfers um, and I did that, man, I've, I've been a TPI member since 2010, I think 2009, I think 2009. I've, 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 I've had some certification with TPI since then. So now what exactly is TPI? TPI is Titleist Performance Institute. So they, uh, Titleist started, uh, man, it's, it's probably 20 years, 22 years. They started looking at um, golfers and they started noticing that golfers would stop playing golf on average, probably around 63, 64, somewhere in that range. And Titleist wanted to increase that, mainly because honestly, they wanted to sell more golf balls. 
Right. <laughs> they sell more golf balls than they do anything else. Right. So if they can do that, they can increase revenue. So they sought out this guy named Greg Rose, and uh, he had a, a, a golf pro that he worked with, uh, not primarily, but he worked a lot with him side by side. His name is Dave Phillips. And the two of them were charged with how do we get golfers to play golf for a longer period of time? And how do we do it without get, keep them out of pain? So they started on this quest of finding uh, the answers to this by looking at experts in the field, but not necessarily in the golf field, but in the athletic field. So that they came across a guy named Gray Cook, who formula he he was he was in the beginning foundations of starting the functional movement screen. And he adapted that to the TPI way. And basically uh, Greg Rose took the functional movement screen along with Greg Cook and kind of formulated that to gear toward golfers. Uh, so for instance, um, you, you, you're going to measure out shoulder range of motion, ankle range of motion, hip range of motion, T-spine range of motion. And there are norms that you have to be able to do in order to, to do golf without hurting yourselves. And that's kind of where I, that's where I, I really was intrigued by what they did because I don't like cookie cutter programs. And at TPI, there, there are no cookie cutter programs. Everything is done through a screen or some type of assessment um, and from that assessment, your program is, is done based off of that information. So you know that you're, you're getting a personalized program. It, it's, it's geared just for you. So fast forward a little bit, I started working with golfers, but I started noticing that uh, in, in the TPI world, when I would go to the World Golf Fitness Summit, it happens every two years, I would see string coaches from the NFL, NCAA, Olympics, um, all over NBA, hockey, baseball, everything. Um, I'm seeing them from everywhere. And I would listen to them talk and hear them say things. And lo and behold, the TPI thing has actually translated into better athletes in baseball and football and everywhere else. I, I, want, I want people to understand what they're doing, why they're doing it, how this is going to help them, not only in their sport or whatever and you know they're, they're trying to do but also any endeavor in life you know you, you need you need to be able to do basic functions just to not hurt yourself in our normal lives so um i focus on mobility with a lot of clients and i actually teach a mobility class four days a week and I actually have a subscription on my website you can join um i'll, I'll let people do a week trial if they want to but you get four classes a month. You have 24-7 access to them. Right now, we got 52 classes up on the website you have access to if you decided to do it. So anybody can do it from their home. Um, and it's just mobility. So honestly, you could you could go on the road and be in a hotel and do the class in a hotel room. Um, all you need is a wall and a little bit of space. That's it. So I got some questions for you, man. Uh, just, you know, like some candy stuff. I was going to see you to you early. Then I said, nah, I want some candy responses, you know. I, I, I like I like spontaneous anyway. So I yeah. better. If you tell me I got to give me questions, I feel like I have to prepare. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't want all that. <laughs> so one, that first one, um, are you a golfer? 
I think I we talked about that. Yeah. So I am a golfer. So what's your handicap? Right now I'm about a six to an eight. Oh, uh, depend, depend on the I'm not, but I, I'm I'm single digit. I'm I'm about a six to an eight. Okay. Um, used to be a two, just below a two, but uh, those days are gone. <laughs> so <laughs> we're we're trying to get them back. We're trying are you to get them back. okay? So so yeah. what are you trying to do? What are you doing to get back to that? Um, I you know I focus. I mean I train golfers for strength conditioning, so I do a lot of the same things that my my golf clients do. Um, uh, I do, we, you know, once you get to a certain point, you can start working on explosive things to pick up speed in your swing and whatnot. And that's kind of where I am now is I'm where I'm picking up speed. Um, um, I just got through a swing change that, I mean, honestly, I had, I was for three years, I was not playing well at all. It was, it was not fun, but I finally, finally got my swing worked out. So now I'm actually able to shoot better scores. Uh, I don't have to think about the the motor patterns of the swings, so now I can focus on the speed of the swing. So um, I do strength, I do mobility, and I do explosive speed work. Um, flexibility. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess there's a difference between flexibility and mobility. Yes. Okay, so um, since she was talking about the mobility class, how does mm-hmm. that relate to golfers, the mobility part of it? Yeah, so – First, the difference between mobility and, and flexibility, flexibility is just simply lengthening the tissue. So if you're going to stretch your hamstrings, you're going to lengthen your hamstrings. But when you do mobility work, there's a little bit of lengthening, but there's also some shortening somewhere else. There's the joint has to move through a range of motion. And without that range of motion, then you begin to have pain. Um, there's something called the uh, joint by joint approach. Uh, your body's designed in this alternating pattern of mobile and stable joints. So for instance, your ankle is a mobile joint. It moves. Your knee is a stable joint. It's nice and stable. Your hips are mobile. Your low back, your lumbar spine is stable. And it just keeps alternating up the pattern like that. And if one of these don't work right, then your body realizes that you need rotation or movement in something that you're doing and it will rob Peter to pay Paul in order to get it. Uh, who participates in your mobility class now? Um, all walks of life. Okay. I've got people as old as uh, 78 and people as young as uh, 16. It's important too that people know this. When you, whether you're an athlete playing a sport or if you're just an average Joe, just going to the gym for general fitness. The, the thing that I see the most that, that honestly disturbs me when I see it is that people tend to do the exercises they're, they're good at. And the ones they're not good at, they just shy away from and they don't right. work for me. Right. And really that's not the, that's not the way to improvement. You're only as good as your weakest link. You're right. And if you have a weakness, it doesn't do you any good to shy away from it. You should really turn and face that weakness and go head on. And I think a lot of times what happens is pride. Right. Uh, especially, especially men. We, we like to think that, you know, well, we can pick up heavier things and whatnot. And, right. and honestly, 
that's that's just not the way to do it anymore and no. it, just, it never was but it's it's really we know better now and and honestly your 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 strengthening strength is keeping you very comfortable you're avoiding your weaknesses is keeping you comfortable right and there's very little progress to be found in comfort when i do the screen on people it illuminates mobility issues that they have it doesn't do any good to, okay, well, we, here's your weaknesses. Let's just not worry about these. And this is stuff you you can move really well. Let's just make these move better. That just creates more, more compensation, more potential injury, uh, more problems later down the road. You just don't want to pass the buck. You, you want to, you want to attack these things head on. Yeah, man. I, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. Cause I hate lunges and I never want to <laughs> do them. <laughs> Yeah, you do. That's okay. You do. Them. You know, and we, yeah, we did them last, I think, a couple weeks ago. And I was like, man, I hate lunges. I just hate them. I swear. I mean, it, no matter how you do them, how few you do of them, like you're going to be yep. sore the next day, no matter what. You know, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. And my, and my phrase to everybody who tells me, oh, I don't like this. I don't like these. Well, I just say I would apologize, but it would not be sincere. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't need to apologize. I just need, hey, I just yeah. want to work on it. Whatever it is, it doesn't, hey, I, I just had to suck it up and deal with it. So there I got a couple more questions for you, man. Um, so okay. how important is your stretching, your stretching before the round? Um, it's pretty low on my important list. Okay. I'm not going to say it's not important, but uh, – um, I learned something when I was in, in college, when I, in my exercise science degree, um, you want to stretch a cold muscle that you want to tear. So if you think about it, nobody wants to tear any muscle. So stretching cold muscles is not a good idea. Okay. So the, there's a guy named Tom house and he is on the board of advisories for TPI. Tom house is a, um, he's a shoulder guru is what he's known for. Matter of fact, Drew Brees, when he was, uh, I think he was with the uh, San Diego Chargers, he, he dislocated his shoulder really bad, had to have major surgery, and they were telling him he was never going to play again. Well, Tom House was a pitching coach at that time for the USC Trojans. He was um, on the staff, and Tom House has worked with pitchers uh, from Sandy Koufax all the way up to present day pitchers that are like huge names plus NFL quarterbacks now as well. But they, they introduced Tom house to Drew Brees and uh, Tom house got Drew Brees back to where he could throw a football again. And since then he's won a Super Bowl. So Tom house gets invited to uh, the Patriots. And this is him telling the story at the last world call fitness summit. He got invited to the Patriots training camp and he was there to evaluate the quarterbacks and, and the team. He was getting ready to leave and he went to Coach Belichick and he said, Hey, coach, I uh, just want to let you know I'm heading to the airport. I appreciate the invite. And he goes, Tom, get in here. I want to hear about what you think about the team. And he said, And he said, You know, coach, I'm not really a, a football guy. He said, Well, tell me about my quarterbacks. He goes, He goes, Okay. Well, I noticed that they throw to warm up. He goes, well, yeah, they don't want to hurt themselves, so they, they're, all, they're always going to throw to warm up. And he said, really, what they should be doing is warm up the throw. And that kind of sparked interest. And when I heard that, I'd never heard it phrased like that before. Yeah, it makes sense, though. But it, yeah, so if you think about the golf swing, everything that has to happen in the golf swing, 
and, and I'm, I'm a biomechanic nerd. So I pretty much will, will look at joint by joints in, in each segment of the swing. And I think about all those, I mean, from my ankles to my fingers, I'm thinking about all the joints. Everything is important in the golf swing. Your ankles are very important. You need to be able to have good, good mobility in your ankle along with good stability in the ankle as well. Um, your hips need to move. So doing, doing some rotational exercises, no weight, no, no, no weights involved with this, just you making the movement yourself, gradually adding speed to it as you get a little more warm, a little more loose, um, not swinging a golf club yet, uh, just, just making these, these motions. Like I've got some collegiate golfers I work with, and they have a warm-up that they do before uh, they play. And it's very important to them for their, for their health of their body to do it because they're on scholarship. If they lost if they get hurt, there's a potential they can lose their scholarship. So this kind of, it, it behooves them to actually do this warm up beforehand, but they do this and they immediately can pick up a club and swing. They don't, they, they can pick their driver up and tee off if they want to. Um, and, and that's the way a warm up should be increase the blood flow, increase the heat to an area. If you're warming up and you're not warm, like your forehead's not warm, maybe a little bit of sweat coming down, then you didn't really warm up. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just didn't. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many times I've gone to the driving range and seen people, uh, they get there, they put their bag down and they tee up a ball. And the first thing they do is pull the driver out and they swing the driver. Yeah. And that's just, that is there. That is there's no way that that's healthy for your body. Yeah. So, what if it was one exercise that you would say to improve your golf game, if there is such a thing? What one exercise would that be? One exercise to improve your golf swing, man. One exercise. <laughs> Honestly, I, I'll tell you one that would be good. Um, it, it, it works on the theory of anti-rotation so that you can improve rotation. Um, we can talk about that if you want in a minute, but, um, I, it's called, the exercise is called Turkish get-ups. You have to have a little bit of rotation involved, but most of the exercise is built on stability. So you, all you're doing is you have a kettlebell, you're laying on the floor, um, this, this, there's an exercise on my website. People want to look at it. Um, just go to the, uh, videos page and you'll see it. Um, but you lay on the ground on your, on your side, like a baby and you're holding a kettlebell and basically you stand up and then lay back down again. Um, there's a little <laughs> more, there's a little more complexity to it. I'm sure. That, but, that's, but at the end of the day, when you do that exercise, if you do it properly, uh, if I were to ask you what muscle groups you're working, you, you'd name off quite a few because it, it encompasses your shoulders, your abdominals, your back, your lats, your glutes, your hamstrings, your quadriceps, and your ankles are involved, your hips are involved, your shoulders are involved. Uh, it's, it encompasses a lot. Um, and matter of fact, you can make it as hard as you wanted to make it to. Yeah, I, I, I know it's got to be complex because we haven't done anything yet. That all that stuff so, you're talking about, Lynn, 
I, I remember uh, when we were first, when I on that first session, you was talking about the stuff that the little baby could do and rolling mm-hmm. with his leg and stuff. And I was like, hey, man, I'm 40 years old. I can't even do the stuff <laughs> that a little baby could do. Well, see, you, know? you know, that's that's the thing. It's we if, if you want to learn what proper movement looks like, watch a baby develop. Yeah. Babies start out on their stomach and or actually they start out on their back and they want to roll to their stomach. Well, they don't have enough strength with their upper body to pull themselves over. So what they do is they learn to use their legs and right. their hips and they rotate over just using their lower body. Yeah. Then eventually they see something across the room they want to get to and they got to figure out how to get there. So then they start learning to crawl. They will sphinx crawl. And then they start to do the quadruped crawl. And before you know it, they said, you know what? I could get there faster if I could stand up. And yeah. then they start to, to try to stand and then they try to move. Um. I can't, my daughter, when she was young, she would try to walk or stand up and I'd always just push her right back down again because she was too young. There's too there's no, anyone who says, oh, my, my kid develops uh, a, a lot quicker than most, he could walk at nine months. That, that's a kid who's going to have knee problems later on. Really? They're skipping steps. Yeah. And there's a lot of fundamentals involved there um, it, that you miss when you, when you skip these steps. So the best thing, advice I would tell a parent, if your baby is is younger than 12 months old and trying to walk, push them back down. Don't let them walk. Let let them crawl for a little bit. Don't don't let them advance too fast. Let them develop naturally and the way you're supposed to. Yeah, that's That's interesting. Yeah. So, man, I appreciate it, man. I don't want to take up too much of your time, man. I... And anytime. Yeah, anytime. I hope to have you back on here, man, and we can talk some other things, man. You tell me when, and I'll be here. All right, man. I sure appreciate it, man. All right. You have All a good one, okay? All right, you too, man. Thank you. Now, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening. You have just heard Mr. Jeremy Crow, my strength and conditioning coach. You can reach him Reach out to him at jcscfitness.com if you have any questions out there. Go ahead and check him out. He's just not, he's not only uh, will help you with your golf swing or your golf game, he also can help you with any conditioning as an athlete or or an aspiring athlete. Um, he's he's worked with many people. I know uh, he worked with a golfer that won the club championship at the Irene's Greens Irene. Uh, so you know, reach out to him if you're a golfer and you want to get your mobility up, get your swing speed up, or if you're a senior citizen and you want to get more mobile, uh, reach out to him and check him out. Uh, Thank you again for listening to the Burn the Edge podcast. Again, I'm Arthur, and I hope to see you soon out there on the links or out there on the greens or the driving range, wherever it may be.